Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Apostle is not smiling, which means that noise for Jesus did not work. Make some noise for Jesus! Worship harvest! Welcome to the first ever mountain of the Lord's come. A prophetic gathering of the worship harvest family and friends and cousins from all the nations of the world. I really don't know about you, but I know that something amazing is happening. From the moment we started to just get onto those aeroplanes. Who came on? Why are you looking like you didn't come on an aeroplane? What's going on here? The spiritual environment is charged. The heavens are open. And we are not going back the same as individuals, as ministers, as churches, as a movement. This is one of the most anticipated gatherings of the entire year for us as a church family. It is amazing. We give thanks to God for the things he has done, for the things he's going to do, for the lives that are going to be marked, for the ministries that are going to change. Oh, if you believe it, let out a prophetic shout. Yeah! I, I, I'm not trying to hype you begun. That session has begun. I want us to let out a shout from Africa. I want it to reach Europe and release a sound in Europe and release a sound in Asia and release a sound that is sending out missionaries, strong churches. So as you're shouting, you're not just shouting. The next shout is a prophetic shout to send out laborers to the nations who are going to build strong churches that are going to change the trajectory of those continents. Are you ready? In the name of Jesus, let out a shout! Yeah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus! same again this is prophetic it is profound it is life altering Ah. can you pray in tongues for one minute just one minute release something release something 
Yes, Lord, we are that generation that will build a strong church, O oh God, with you. We will go to the nations of the world. We will go out as a strong army, O oh God. The mountain of the Lord's house shall be established above all the nation mountains. Oh, yes, Lord, it will be established on the top of all the hills. All nations shall flow to it. All nations shall so flow to it. People shall come from every corner of the world flocking your church. It will be strong. It will be glorious. The shame will be taken away from your church. It will not be beggarly anymore. Not in our generation, oh God. generation choosing us to serve you in your glorious church what an honor we thank you that the next few days are going to be days we have never experienced before that Lord our eyes will be open to the glory of your church our eyes will be open to the to the honor of serving in your church that Lord we will see that there is no greater privilege there is no greater honor. Oh, Father, when we live here, we'll be different ministers. Different. Different. Serving from revelation, from understanding, with passion, with speed, with urgency. We will not be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name. What a blessing. You know, we would not be here today if God hadn't given us the best, the best shepherds. That apostle, when he's there laboring, you think about it the past few weeks. Labor. Labor. But somehow in the midst of that labor, he's thinking about more labor mountain of the Lord's come. Thinking, how do we bring everyone together? How do I pass on everything I can? Worship harvest. My prayer this year has been, for me and for you, for all of us, that we will not miss what we have in our midst. 
because we have a once in a generation kind of shepherd and anointing. It is true. I'm not trying to hype. I am telling you a truth that is known by anointed men and women around the world. And even us. The, the, the scripture, the, there's a scripture that will not be fulfilled among us. No, that he came to his own and his own did not receive. Fire. He came to his own and his own received him. Apostle, we love you. We thank God for you. We thank you are a demonstration of the love of God. To us, yes, to our generation, but first to us in the house. We thank God for you, for your big heart, for your brilliant mind, for the anointing on your life, for your love for the church, for being a hero maker, for releasing us into our destinies, for wanting so much for us, for gathering us nonstop, for teaching us, for praying for us, for everything you do for us and more. We thank God for you. We love you. Do you love Apostle? Can you express some love for him? Embarrass him a little bit. We, we love you, Apostle. Thank you for gathering us. We thank God for you. Okay, security, security. <laughs> wow. Okay, be seated, be seated for now. This is not an ordinary gathering. At all, at all. So first of all, so told me that I was going to teach. You know when you know that you're not going to teach, you can't teach at Mountain of the Lord's Camp. Because there are levels. <laughs> I found out. The moment he told me, of course there are things I can't say to him. So I, I ate them, swallowed them and said, thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> but inside, honestly, you know, everything on the inside of me, I, I just started experiencing some issues in my tummy, which I've still experienced this morning. But then it got much worse last night. <laughs> when Apostle sent me a message and told me I would be the first one to teach at Mount Eno, I was like, why? Why? <laughs> and I know I had told Apostle the things that were on my heart that, that I felt I wanted to minister. But the moment you sent me that message, Apostle, it's like instantly my ear, there was a voice talking with a download. So today, I'm, no, I'm really going to set the... I want to prepare us for mountain of the Lord's come. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to prepare us for mountain of the Lord's come. You're ready for the preparation. I'm going to share with you what I believe God has put on my heart very strongly. A few weeks ago, we visited Apostle Moses' house. I don't remember when. But he kept... You'll be there. He kept... Oh, up all the pastors in the house, we honor you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so he kept saying a statement. He said it, and then he said it in passing, then he said it again in passing. He kept saying, we must believe in spiritual things. We must believe in spiritual things. When he said it the third time, I'm like, mm -mm. why has he kept saying this thing that I must believe? And it has been my meditation for a few weeks now, I think the poor have been around me realize that's all I seem to be talking about because it's like a light came on for me. Because it's possible for you to be a believer but you don't believe in spiritual things. Yes. 
it genuinely like you're probably here but you're here because maybe you're a leader like you didn't come here because you understand the power of being in a spiritual environment with other believers like understanding it like treasuring it like being almost obsessed about it because you understand that in this space your life can change forever okay so it's a thing of do you believe in spiritual things and, and there's a statement he's been making also often, saying that the longer you stay in anything, but especially in salvation, in anything. Yesterday I was listening to a teaching when he talked about the longer you stay in marriage. And he was saying that the longer you stay in marriage, the more you must become very intentional. But even in our salvation, that's why it's important to serve as a believer. If you don't serve in the church, you can't tell me that you're becoming more radical. No, you're not. You're actually becoming... Eh? It's not good. In case you think, oh, that looks nice, it's not good. So, if you're not serving in the church, you're not becoming radical. I want you not to get distracted. I know people are moving in, what, but just stick with me. So, listen. The longer you stay in salvation, the more radical you must become, especially about spiritual things. You can even become less radical while you serve in the church. Even while you're a pastor, you can become less radical. Guys, it's possible. It can become a thing that you do. Like a job. You wake up, open the Bible, you know what to say. Nothing is happening and eventually, that's why a person who is a pastor can wake up one day and do a weird thing and you can't believe it. So the longer you stay in Christ, the more radical you must become, especially about spiritual things. What am I talking about today? Today I want to talk about the power of spiritual transfers. The power of spiritual transfers. Romans 1.11 says, For I long, why? That I may impart to you some spiritual gift. Why? So that you may be? What is the end goal of this entire thing? To be? Give me some other words for the word established. Settled. Rooted. Grounded. Planted. Immovable. Firm, permanent, steadfast, set. You know that the end, he says, I long to do what? Now, this is a man of God who has is writing, has written letters in the New Testament. But he says something interesting. He says, There are things that I cannot transfer to you unless I so that's why you see people traveling all the way from nations of the world to a spiritual environment because they are looking for a spiritual transfer. Because if you're a spiritual person, you understand that the spiritual determines the natural. That being in a space like this right now, the things, things that are changing in your life, you have absolutely, you and I, we have no idea. When you understand this thing, you will never miss a church service. You will never miss a gathering. You will never miss... Because you don't know what is being transferred where. And the thing about spiritual things is you, can't, you, you don't feel anything. Like you can be sitting here and you don't know that your marriage is changing. You don't know that your debts are being cancelled. You don't know. You, you don't feel anything. You might even be feeling sleepy. But in the realm of the spirit, there are transactions. And 
you have to believe it because when you do it doesn't matter you can listen to the same sermon 10 times but you know something is being transferred into me and it is establishing me it is settling me it is changing my life it is making me established he says i long to see you that i may impart that i may transfer that i may transfuse that i may give to you that i may pass on to you are you seeing that right now as i'm speaking even right now there are transfers going on i'm telling you as different men and women of god stand up here i want you to be hungry to be aware and to not let anyone who wants to talk to you sit next to you because let me tell you you don't know what you're receiving you do not know and i'm going to give you evidences i am an evidence of spiritual transfer because sometimes people want to ask you what's the one thing there's no one thing it is i sat and the all things work together for good so i don't know which thing worked but as you sit under the word over years you become a completely different person and you can't say it was this one someone which changed everything you don't know the bible says he himself does not know how it works but it works guys the word of god works spiritual things work we are not wasting time we are not increasing activity we are not bored trying to find things to do the man of god over this house knows that there are transfers that must happen for us to be able to accomplish in our generation the mandate that has been placed on us you are not put in this generation just to exist if god wanted you in david's generation you would have been born there but he knew you couldn't even mahando spears and javelin And right now you are very stressed about the missional community. What about David who had to give 100 for skins as what? Bro, which pr- they asked you for bright price of 3 cows. You're calling Jesus to come down. 100 for skins. And you I wish I lived in the times of David. You do not wish you lived in the times of David. You can't even handle Bathsheba. Why is your husband talking about Bathsheba? Woman of God, you need to talk to your husband in the tea break. I don't understand what he's talking about. There is a reason why you were born in this generation. God sent you here on an assignment not to consume. No, but to also be part of the people who are building the kingdom of God, to be fruitful, to multiply. But for those things to happen, you need an impartation. You need a spiritual transfer. You need to connect to something spiritual that is it has no words. Someone can be talking about finances and in your life the things that are being established are completely different. Why? The word of God is a living thing. It is alive. It is active. It is powerful. It is sharper than a double-edged sword. It's able to put asunder soul, spirit, your bone and marrow. It discerns the intents of the heart. When you're sitting in a spiritual environment understand that it is the highest environment you'll ever be in. It is higher, it is better for you to be here than at a wedding. It's better for you to be here than to be cracking a deal. It's better for you to be here than to be on a date. It is better for you to be here than to be signing a contract. It is higher, say it is higher. Hey! of spiritual transfers it's not innocent i'm learning
learning that nothing is innocent, that there is always an influence. At any point in the day, you're being influenced by either demons or the Holy Spirit. Honestly, guys, either, you say demons, they have to influence you to be able to take action on something. They can't tell you, and you're so annoyed, and you're offended. How could they say that? Do you think that's the Holy Spirit talking to you? That, that demons come and tell you, they, that one who has looked at you like that, they think you're nothing. That's why they didn't greet you. Then your whole morning, you can't hear the word because you're thinking about the person who didn't greet you. Demons. The Bible tells us about pulling down thoughts. Thoughts are in the realm of the spirit. Pulling down thoughts. Imagine. They're not, they're not, they're not innocent. Jesus says, take no thought for your life by saying... So when you're in an environment like this that transfers the angelic host that is here, the influences of the Holy Spirit, the anointings that are going to grace this altar and are going to be releasing stuff that you do not have a clue about, that might produce things in your life two years down the road. And the thing is that you can't trace it. If they ask you, you say, I also don't know. Because the thing is, you don't know that something happened at Mountain of the Lord's Camp two years ago and now you're gripping a benefit. I believe in spiritual things. Oh yes. First sit down. I long to see you. That's the verse we are going to use today mostly. I long to see you. That I may impart. Today there is impartation happening. Ah. A lot of it. It began when you arrived impartation. As apostle stands here, as different ministers stand here, I want you to just, I just want to put a thing in you which has entered me about spiritual things. You guys, spiritual things are so high. Sitting under a teaching, sitting in your car or on a border border and you have in your ears a sermon is a high thing. It is greater than doing a PhD. It's okay, you can do a PhD, but I'm telling you, listening to teachings is greater. We can do both. But if you're to choose one, I'm telling you, spiritual things are greater. They create what no PhD can create. They open doors that no one can open. It is a high thing. And the devil is going to deceive you that maybe you're choosing a lower thing. Give it time. I long to see you. That I may impart. You know, there's that one day, one day we had gone to a funeral, and Apostle was at that funeral. Some people here remember, and it was, it was, it was everything was going okay. I mean, it's a funeral until a, a, an int- a man stood up masquerading to be a traditionalist, but really a witch. And started evangelizing hmm, about witchcraft on the microphone. You see, you can sit in an environment like that and say, I don't want to look like I'm not polite. And so you sit there. Watch out when you start to feel. You know, when you feel like you want to go and bathe, you sit in a place and you feel like you're dirty. Or people start a conversation and everything, you, things are like you feel like something is not right. That's the Holy Spirit influencing you, saying there is a transfer. Yes. Apostles, we couldn't find him. He stood up 
left the funeral. We hadn't yet buried and went to the car and stayed there. And then asked the rest of us who had not left, asking us what's happening now, like since you stayed. Tell me when it's over. When you understand spiritual things, you, you, can, you start to act in ways that people don't understand. It's not about being polite, you know. I'm not telling you to go and be weird and say, a fly, it's a spiritual. A cockroach, it is a spiritual. Please, eh? let's be serious. But the things you're listening to are transferring something to you. The things you're setting your eyes on, are tra- the conversations you're staying in are transferring discouragement, confusion. Oh, it's not innocent. When the Bible tells you that bad company corrupts, evil company, actually not bad, evil, it corrupts. It's a matter of time. You, we know people who were serving God and they connected to one person like this and they've destroyed their years. You must believe in spiritual transfers. And if you do, you will esteem environments like garage, missional communities, gatherings. You will do everything in your power to show up, rather go to work and doze for one day because you came back late. Because you're like, God, I don't know. I'm humble enough to understand that I don't know which one you will use to shift what. But I want all of it. To start showing up excited when they say we have a gathering, you say, hey, what transfer is coming? Instead of Vanage, didn't we just have one last month? You don't understand. You want to eat, meanwhile, you want to eat food every day. Wow! That's what you last ate yesterday. Hey, you don't say I just ate yesterday. <laughs> wow. Guys, we must believe in spiritual things. It's time for us, the spiritual people, to return to believing in spiritual things. You can't say I believe that money, wa- money works in the realm of the spirit, but you refuse to tithe. You refuse to give. You must believe in spirit. When you believe in spiritual things, if the word is spirit, whatever it says you do. You say, I don't know. I'll just do it. Because, ah! Say, I believe in spiritual things. I'm telling you, your life cannot remain the same when you're sitting under anointed teaching, gathering with other believers, unless God is a liar and he's not. Win, but we don't believe. Sometimes we go there grudgingly. So even the transfer is so there's like a wall, eh? Like the transfer is hard. We are we are not ah, we can't soak in easily. They send you a, a someone and you listen to you don't listen actually, you watch your friends' highlights. I know things. Then you pick out three key highlights and rephrase using chat GPT. And you send to your disciple. Because you think sending the highlights to your disciple is going to help your disciple. Say foolishness far from me. We are repenting. Yeah, stop pretending like you don't know what I'm talking about. You I know things. Oh yes. How many times does apostle stand here and say, this morning as I listening to Bishop Doug, this morning as I was why don't you be like, but I'm sorry, excuse us. Huh? For you, who did you listen to this morning? Don't
don't tell a lie, just keep quiet. Yeah, yeah. Let's not say anything to anyone about anything anymore. There is such a thing as spiritual transfers. First sit down. I long to see you. When God wants to change your life, he makes a shepherd desire to see you. You've understood. So you don't know those things when apostle is like, I know we are in rest month. And I know we should, but I feel like we should have special services. You know, it's a setup. God has put a desire which he cannot put off in his heart. Because you come and say, this June, no activity. Then in three days, I feel we should have, you're like, I'm sorry, you said no activity. Because even him, it's not up to him. The Lord puts his desires because he has, it's like when you're, if you've ever had a baby as a mother and you've breastfed a baby, when you breastfeed a child, more milk is produced. To the point that if you don't nurse a baby, you get in so much pain. You even, you get sick. I've had an infection before you get fever. I've met ladies in the bathroom where someone locks the door on your behalf and women are expressing milk in the sink. Because the baby is at home. Now it must come out. It's not because that woman likes to breastfeed. I've woken up in the night before and woken my baby up to feed. I can't take it anymore. I don't care. Feed. I am going to die. The pressure is too much. So that's how you know you're becoming a shepherd after God's heart. Where you always feel you want to gather people. And you're feeling, God, I just gathered them. And I told them no more gathering. But the thing is killing me. Why? There is milk for the children on the inside that must be delivered and at every stage of a baby's development the nutrients change in the breast milk so that's why apostle will come and teach the same someone on fatherhood because he taught in kigali as listening to a someone of kigali yesterday this morning as listening to a someone of entebbe on fatherhood both of them but they are different the nutrients are different because the people who are in entebbe there is something they needed that was not for the poor who are in Kigali. So don't get into the way he's teaching fatherhood again. I know that one. Where is the evidence of your knowing? Mercy on you. What, you hear that word? I long, not I plan to see you. I scheduled to see you. I was told to see you. I was sent to see you. I was cajoled to see you. I was instructed to see you. No, it was beyond being told. It was, it was a longing. A desire that when your shepherd has a desire to see you, it's because the chief shepherd wants to transfer something to you. I long. Watch out for those out of the schedule gatherings. Yes, you might feel tired physically, but because you're a spiritual person, you know that there's something God wants to give me. I long to see you. God longs to pass on something to you. Why? In order that I may infuse, transfer, impart, give to you, transfer to your account some spiritual thing which cannot be defined. He doesn't even have words for it. It's like, I don't know what it is, but it's a thing and it is spiritual. And I know that it will establish you. What I know is that it will settle you in some area of your life which I don't even know. I just know that I, I must see you. So pray for me to come and see you. Can you imagine? 
Apostle is here, he's thinking about the people in London. I long to see them. Not because he likes travel, he really doesn't. He really doesn't. So he might be the same, yeah, Apostle, he finally has his opportunity. Hmm? Even me one day. One day where? Eh, first finish the mission or community. Yeah. See them, gather them. The assignment begins in Jerusalem. Hey. Sit down, sit down. I want to finish this sermon. I want to show you some scriptures, okay? First of all, Ezekiel 2, 1 to 2. Read with me. And he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet and I will speak to you. First of all, do you know that God determines how he speaks to you? For this one, it was stand. Another one, it was take off your shoes. Another one, it was um, lie down for one year on one side. Like, it's, you can't say me, God will speak to me on the internet in my office. Eh? In your pyjama church. Because me, I don't like, I like personal space. So these things of hanging, hanging with people. God will talk to me in my personal space. So who is God in this equation? Is it you? Or it is God? Which one? God free God doing. You want God free to come in your personal space and talk to you? Pastor Glory doesn't want God free and God doing. God the son. Is it God the son? Mercy, Lord. God decides when, where, how he speaks to us. We don't determine that. And he uses our shepherds to give us guidance. How many of you, if it was up to you, right now, today, you would be at worship harvest and earlier gathered with some people to hear the word of the Lord. Let me see the liars. Yeah, I'm glad you are truth tellers. We need a shepherd. I long to see you. Son of man, stand up on your feet and I will speak to you. Verse 2 together loudly. Then the spirit entered me when I slept in my bed. The spirit entered me while I fasted. The spirit entered me while I went to the prayer mountain. These are good things. When did the spirit enter him? When he spoke to me and set me on my feet and I, I had him who spoke to me. As you hear anointed teaching, the spirit will enter into you. Some of you are saying, but I already have the Holy Spirit. Just stop. Those arguments are not yours. Send them away. They are not from Jesus. Yes, part of that scripture says that we cast down arguments, thoughts, and imaginations that exalt themselves. If you find that when a preacher is preaching, you're actually arguing. You're against the knowledge of God. It's there, casting down what? Arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing how many thoughts? Every single thought to, into captivity, to the obedience. The Spirit, there's a, there's a, there's, there, the Holy Spirit is multifaceted. That's why he expresses himself in many gifts and ways. So the spirit entered me when he spoke to me. When you're hearing the voice of the anointed, they are transfers. 
transfers. Guys, anyway, I know you're getting it. Show me Acts 10.44. I'm going to show you many. While Peter was still what? While Peter was still? While Peter was still? These words, comma, what happened? The Holy Spirit fell upon all those who had the word. Say, that's my story. Yes. While the preachers are preaching, the Spirit of the Lord is going to come and give you clarity on things you had no clarity about. Shift you in operation. You go back when you're a different person. You know that God can lift you before the eyes of people who despise you. You don't have to lift yourselves. Joshua 3.7. Show it to us, Vera. Joshua 3.7. It's a verse that God gave me when I was leading at Worship Harvest. Katikati now in Nakawa. When the people used to look, I used to look at all those people and say, they will never respect me. Even if I was them, I would never respect me. God gave me a word. They were looking down at me. Apostle, Apostle, no, 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 no. It's not acceptable at all, at all. I refuse to use that statement. Who can look down on me? I am a high thing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They look up to me. That's why I don't come down there. (laughs) Mr. Senyonjo, watch yourself. I'm no longer down to earth. (laughs) Ah, You guys, I'm having a good time. Already there are transfers of joy. Oh, yes. By the way, you can become a joyful person. The same way you can become a sad person, you can become a joyful person. You can change from depression to joy just like that in an environment like this. Oh, yes. You can become a vibrant person. You don't have to stick to some personality they told you you had. Because Jesus had no personality type. I know things. I know a a person who used to be a very sad person. She walked around with a small cloud on her head. She would enter the room and all the oxygen would be sucked out. And all of you had to bow to her. Oh yes, all, all my meetings were about mood swings. Apostle would send me messages. What's wrong with your person? And other people, what your person is in a mood again. But some spiritual thing was transferred. Yes. And that person now is known in the movement for joy. They are always the loudest people in the room, making all the. I, I, they, their name starts with the letter of the alphabet. Yes. You don't have to remain like that. In the presence of God is fullness. And if you're in his presence, you can take some of that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Seriousness is not attractive. I tried it. It didn't work for me. Oh, yes. Okay, first sit down, you guys. My time is getting finished. Ah. I was showing you a verse that God gave me those years ago. Because the apostle tried to encourage me. You know when you look at yourself like you're nothing, you think everyone sees you that way. It begins with how you see yourself. So I used to see myself as nothing. I would see these people and say, Why are they? I'm sure they're not listening to me. I'm sure they don't believe in me because I despised me. I did. And some of you, that's the problem. The limitation is that you despise you. 
and you think people despise you. So you're very sensitive to any comment, any, everything. You're so sensitive. You wonder how other people are laughing about the thing which for you, you think you would die if they said it to you. It's because you believe it about yourself already. And God can change that in spaces like this through his word. So he gave me that word in Joshua 3.7. What does it say? And the Lord said to Joshua, this day, when? 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 This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be. This was my verse for like a whole year. As I was with Apostle, I will be with you. Ah, Apostle wants us to note who he was with, the verse, who it is saying. It matters how we name our children. But seriously, and you know when I started to believe that thing, the church changed. I started to see the results that Apostle was having when he, when he was leading at Katikati. They started to happen. The church exploded. Giving people joy, vibrance, because I truly believe that God is lifting me before the eyes of the people. That's not my work. That's the work of God. I just need to continue following and following those, those ahead of me, following God. So even you, don't try to lift yourself before people. Because if you do, you have to sustain it. You have to keep exalting yourself. And it's not Jesus-like. It's of the devil. I will arise. I will be exalted. God will lift you. Even tells Abraham, I will make your name great. You don't have to try. Some of you, the thing that is hindering you is that you're trying to make your name great. You're so scared that you'll not be great. So you're trying so hard to make your own name. But it's better when God makes your name for you. Because he does it and even you, you don't know how. And you, you, you didn't participate, so you're not under any pressure to sustain it. You're like, he started it. He will sustain it. God will make your name great. Someone, don't worry. Believe in spiritual things. Let me show you some more verses. Acts 3, 6. Then Peter said, together, silver and gold, your neighbor has stopped reading. Silver and gold, I do not have. But what I do have... Have you heard what Peter said? Peter was like, there's something I have and I can transfer it to you. People are trying to do their memory verse here. What I do have, there are things that people have, ministers who are coming here. They may not have what you think you're looking for. But they have the thing that will give you more than what you're looking for. Because this man was looking for silver and gold, money for the day. They gave him healing and he could go and work and make money the rest of his life. They recognize, let me tell you, spiritual people carry spiritual goods. And what they have, they can give to you. Me, I want some of what Apostle has. That wisdom, that largeness of heart, that joy, that fatherliness, that wealth, that good marriage, that amazing parenting, that multiplication capacity, that favor. You know what? What he has, he can give to you. But you have to be willing to receive. Because the man could have said, no, sir, I told you I want gold and silver. Yeah, if that's not what you have, I do, I'm not interested. He says, what we have, we give to you. And then he said, in the name of Jesus Christ spiritual goods were transferred. We must believe in spiritual things because what, what is that? How can words make a man walk? There's a thing behind the words. 
There's a power, there's a living thing behind those words. We're not, we not just doing praise and worship, singing songs, talking. No, there will be transfers happening that will change our lives forever just like this man. Take me to my next scripture, Vera. You know it. Take me. Now, this one is the one which I love. Numbers 11, because it says what's happening to us. We've been gathered. The Lord said to Moses, I hope you're seeing the pattern of how spiritual things are transferred. They're transferred through teachings. They're transferred through men of God and women of God. Okay, fathers. And they're transferred through gatherings. Why did God keep gathering people to transfer things? Couldn't he transfer when they were alone in their tents? Why did he need to gather? There's something, I don't know what God likes about gathering, but he likes gathering. That's why Sunday morning is not innocent. That's why many of you, even who are online and are here, Saturday night weird things happen. That's when the baby doesn't sleep. That's when your, I don't know, your neighbors spent the night doing what? That's when something happens to you. That's when you fail to sleep. That's when your car tire in the morning is slashed. Then by Monday, everything is normal. The devil knows that when we gather, we are dangerous. And we are unaware. So for us, we think it's just, you know, I noticed it. Every Saturday night, my baby didn't sleep. I, I, would, be, I would be on my, on, on my bedside kneeling by the bedside in pain up to morning and sometimes teach on medication I not, until I notice this is a pattern no it's not innocent you have to fight it believe in spiritual things he says so the, the Lord remind me to tell you a story you remind me the Lord said to Moses this name we like this name Gather to me thousands of the people of worship harvest. Of the leaders. Okay, gather to me the 70 men of the elders of Israel. Together, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Uh Bring them to the tabernacle that they may stand there with... Are we gathered with our shepherds? Ah, kabuzo nambe mutikt. Verse 17. Then, say then. then. When, we, when, when will God do what he's going to do? After you have gathered and are with your leaders at the place he has decided. At the place he has decided. When you have got, when you've gone through the inconvenience of coming in from all over the nation's and all over the country looking for accommodation. Some of you tonight, you're not sure where you're sleeping. But I tell you, it really doesn't matter where you sleep. Spirit, what you're getting is what matters. When you come for things like this, do not be there. You're offended. Over oh, my place is what? Over oh, I slept and there was water under the what? Oh, look, eh? you can say, I'll put my mattress in that corner. I know what brought me here. I didn't come for a good mattress. I came for a spiritual transfer to be established. These things I'm telling you, you're already experiencing them or they're about to happen. Things that will potentially offend you, things that will inconvenience you, but I want you to know why you came. We came because we were called to come here and God has something for us. That's when strange things happen. Suddenly, the person who was sick becomes worse. Yesterday morning, Pastor Jeremy's dad passed on. He passed away and he was supposed to be coming home today. We were organizing. It's not innocent. 
So seeing him here, he's a spiritual man standing there. There are some things he needs to do, but we're like, delegate, be, let's be here when we can be here. It's a high thing to be in an environment like this. And the devil fears it. That's why some of you, today, even though you got leave from work, you felt like watching online. It's not innocent. Those influences are not innocent. Where suddenly you feel annoyed, offended, tired, irritated. You don't even know why. You just woke up with a burden on your heart. And it's not a spiritual burden. Ah! Huh? It lifts after camp. You feel better. Gwe. Today I came in in my dress. Did you guys, some of you saw me? Not this one. I stood there. Do you know what happened to me? The zipper opened door. The people behind her, the spiritual experience. But you know, who cares? I undressed someone. Mm. And left them in the bathroom with someone bringing them clothes. Because we are not here for clothes. We are not here for anything. We are here for spiritual transfers. Spiritual transfers. He says, I will come down and talk with you. Why God likes talking? You guys, God walks through speaking. While he spoke to me, while Peter was speaking, then Peter said, I will talk with you there. Those of you who are tired of hearing teachings. That's how God chooses to do his transfers. It's not innocent. I wish we could only have worship and not talking. You come late after the worship has ended. Look at you. Then when the apostle is teaching you on the Chinese phone, massaging it, signing your deal of 52,000 Uganda shillings, that actually 37,000. You are signing your deal of 37,000 while you're missing a spiritual transfer. Am I talking at all? We are chasing the devil out of this place. Out of our missional communities. Out of our locations. Okay, let's finish our verse. He says, then after you have gathered with your leaders in the place I said, I will come down. Can you imagine? When God comes down. God chooses to come down when we gather under our shepherds. Under instruction. Not necessarily in your prayer closet. Some of, maybe some of you are blessed. But many of my encounters have happened when we were gathered. With what looks like an ordinary day and everything changes. And yet I've done also prayer and fasting. Look, me, I've done prayer and fasting. I've even fasted for 90 days straight. I'm not joking, and it was not hard. But, yeah, the transfers, I don't know if you want to be there. But I don't know, I mean, the transfers decide to happen when I'm eating and I'm at a gathering. I'm not God. Neither am I God doing. The Lord tells you how he chooses to operate. I will take 
of the, he says i will come down then what will i do i will take of i will talk with you there first of all and then as i'm, I'm well i'm talking what am i doing i will take of the spirit that is upon you Moses the leader and will put the same Are you seeing how the small mc is going away Everything is going to multiply I will take the same Give me other words for same Similar exactly like identical alike alike not resembling no 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 a replica okay go away you are scaring me I will take the same spirit the same spirit a clone the exact same spirit that is upon the man of God and I will do what put the same upon them why that they may bear the burden of the people with you the point of God transferring the same spirit is that we may be able to accomplish the mission the mandate the end of all these things is not so that i get a pair of jeans it's the mission of god it's not so that you i hope you didn't come saying lord i want a husband that's a good desire but there are better things than a husband i have a good husband but i tell you the mission of god is better that's why paul chose not to get married it was not for lack of choice of wives It's a high thing to serve God. Believe in spiritual transfer. Sit down. I want to finish. Acts 4.13 Now when they saw the boldness, you see that there are results. When there's a transfer, there are results. Evident results. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men. They marveled and they realized that what? They had been at the prayer mountain. They had been with someone called Jesus. It's not innocent. There was a transfer. While Peter was there saying random things, just hanging out with Jesus, even denying and coming back and all that, you might have weaknesses. But when you're around certain people, there are transfers happening. He himself does not know how. Our problem is sometimes we want to understand it. Somehow when Elisha hung around, Elijah hung around Elisha, there was a transfer. And they said, look, the same spirit that was on Elijah is now on him. When, when Joshua hung around Moses, the same thing. When Samuel hung around Eli, he became a great prophet. When Ruth hung around Naomi, even though she had nothing to offer in the natural, she ended up being a woman who was from a caste tribe. The Moabites who were born out of incest now became part of the tribe of Judah. She became a great grandmother of Jesus by associating with the right person. Ah. 
the disciples. Potiphar's house was blessed because Joseph was there. He might have been a prisoner, but he carried goods and he released a transfer. Whether in the prison, in Potiphar's house, in Egypt, in the prime minister's office, there are transfers. There are people who carry things. And it is to my advantage to know those people and then to tie on them. Believe in spiritual transfers. The woman at the well, when Jesus met her, they were just having a normal conversation. Her life changed forever. Her life changed forever. As they spoke, her life changed forever. Guys, a woman who had failed in relationship after relationship, Jesus did not rebuke her. He didn't cast out a demon from her. He talked to her. And while he spoke, something entered her. She became an evangelist, just like that. Everything changed. That's what is going to happen to you. Things you've carried for years, you've prayed about, just as the man of God is talking, men of God, women of God, everything is going to change. She became an evangelist without saying a sinner's prayer. Jesus did not lead her into a sinner's prayer. They just talked. They were having a historical conversation. When you read that KB, you're like, what's going on here in John 4? But when she left, she said, I found a man who told me everything about me. She was not, the woman who was coming at the well at noon in the hot sun hiding from people because she came when no one was at the well, was now going to the people she was running from, telling them a testimony. The ones who you've carried shame around, as you sit here under this teaching, you'll go back bold, you'll go back courageous, you'll go back shameless because there is a spiritual transfer. A spiritual thing is being transferred and you will be established. Stories are full in the Bible. The woman with the issue of blood, she just knew this man has something in him. She touched and something changed. Let me tell you guys, things are happening. Spiritual transfers are happening. Elisha's bones had something in them. Not every bone raised a dead man. Not everyone can transfer something that will establish you. You have to understand that God chooses who? And in our generation, he has chosen for us. So when those people are ministering, my friend, you understand that there are goods being transferred to you. You understand that for me, there's a girl at Worship Harvest Gaza, Apostle came to teach. I'm not telling you to do this, I'm just telling you a story. And when she came, when he left, he had been drinking some water. So she said she kept watching the water bottle. When he left, she ran away with the water bottle and said, Lord, this is the man of God. He, ta- he drank on this water. It's anointed. I've been having issues. My children have been having issues. She sipped some and took home. Everything that had been bothering them changed. You, 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 you who drank your water. You see, sometimes you have, to get to, you have to get to a place where you're desperate enough to understand, to be humble enough to know that my miracle is with someone God has assigned. I don't get to choose who that is. God chooses for me, and it's to my advantage that he chooses for me, because if I chose, wow, what a choice. So he makes it so easy and says, he's here. Then he also connects you to others and says, also these ones, you listen. these people, all of them think about it. Like, things happen to them. 
that woman at the well, I'm telling you, I thought about her and I'm like, there's nothing. Jesus didn't pray over her, didn't cast out her deep. They talked. And as they spoke, something entered her and changed her life forever. There was a transfer. There was a transfer. Believe in the transfers of grace. Believe that there is something about impartation. It's a mystery. It is powerful. Look at worship harvest. You don't get to research spiritual things. When Apostle started listening to Bishop Doug, without being begged, who do you think he sends his highlights to? He understood the something by the grace of God. Everything that is on Bishop Doug, at some level, has manifested in worship harvest. And he has told us what the secrets are. Because there's a transfer. You explain to me. You go to Apostle and ask him, what was the strategic change that you made the last three years? What was the strategic difference? There's a transfer. You believe? There's a transfer. What is it? Pivoting. <laughs> there's a transfer. And you can- he himself does not know how. That's why he's desperately gathering pastors in other churches, trying to tell them, because it's like, even me, I don't know how, but guys, it's working. You also do it. Let's believe in spiritual things. The word of God will change us. Shepherds over us who teach us, their words will change us. Spiritual environments will change us. Me, those are the three that I'm now more aware of. That listening to the voice of the anointed, yes, gathering with other believers and being under a shepherd. Properly, like proper, you know, being under, you know, when you're like, ma'am, I'm under, you move, I move. You do like this, I do, I'm under. Which dance are we dancing now? Me, that's what I know. Everywhere Apostle has sent me, I'd say, I can't fail. Unless I don't have a father. If he starts to fail, I'll fail. But I can't. Not because of any special gift I have. I fight to stay under. Believe in, guys, it's easy. We can actually live lives of great advantage. And our ministries can become great. Let's believe in spiritual transfers. People are going to come here and they are going to teach us things. And things are going to enter us. Rejoice at the word. When you hear a thing that you've been longing for, be like, it's over, I'll never suffer again. Let me close. Let me close with this verse. Mark 4, 26 to 28. And then I'll end with Romans. Read it with me. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should. That's what is going to happen throughout this camp. Scattering of seed. The word scatter is not organized. So you will hear different teachings. Someone will come here and talk about honor. Another one over fathering. Another one prayer. Another one, you're like, me, I want only seven teachings on prayer. because No, even if they are talking about something else, you'll be getting what you need. It's a spiritual thing. But it's scattering. Sometimes you're saying, why are they sending us different messages to listen to which are not connected? We are scattering. It's not about what you're hearing. It's the spirit behind it. It's not about quotable quotes. Tweetable tweets. He says the kingdom of God, the king, it's like, it's as if a man should. Uh Uh-huh. And then he should sleep. After you've scattered, you rest. Sleep by night. Rise by day and the seed should and grow. He himself does not know. 
He himself does not know. Say, I don't know how. But it works. I don't know how. But it works. I don't know how. But it works. Say, I believe in spiritual things. They are working for me. My life is changing. Something is being imparted. I will not be the same again. In Jesus name. Wow. Uh, wow. Hey. Just start praying. Just start praying. Pray, pray, pray. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the things you desire for us. Thank you for your word that has come to us powerfully. Church, lift your voice and pray. Don't be a spectator. You came here to seek God. God is available to you. Just open your mouth and pray. Pray, pray, pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you that I'll never be the same again after this camp. Thank you for setting us up to receive from you. To receive your word. Thank you Lord for transfers. Thank you for mighty miracles. Thank you for God progression. Oh we bless you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We praise you. You know, as she was teaching, one of the pictures I got was a picture of a change of batteries. Someone here, you're receiving a recharge or a change of batteries in the spirit. Maybe even your battery, you know some of those batteries that get to a point you recharge, but two hours later you're looking for a power bank. It no longer works. There is a change of batteries. You're going to carry spiritual things long term. You're going to be able to carry spiritual things long term and be able to dispense them long term to a lot of people. I see it happening. This is a prophetic gathering. God has not gathered us here because he has nothing to do. God is going to do mighty things. He already is. He's working. He's working. He's working. So we thank you, Lord, for a change of batteries, for a recharging. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, oh, for things dropping off. I see you flying high in the spirit. High, 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 high. High. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me share something with you as, as, as we respond to this message. I'm going to invite Pastor Evangeline to come. She has, this is a surprise for her, so please don't scare her. Make her feel welcome. Amen. As she comes, I'm going to give you another prophetic picture I'm seeing. Do you know why airplanes fly very, very high? 
30,000 feet. It's to make sure that there is no, you know, no, no, you know, some of these places where there are lawless guys with surface to air, whatever it is, they can't easily reach them. That's why they, they fly very high. Some of you, I see that you're going to fly at an altitude where the devil can't reach you. Oh yeah, all the things he has been messing with you about. It's not going to be possible. Amen. But as Pastor Bithy was preaching, what a powerful prophetic message. I, I was reminded of the testimony that Pastor Evangeline has been giving. And you know, honestly, you come come nearer. You, you come here. I, I don't know how these things work. Yeah. I don't know. But because she's given a testimony about twice or thrice, I thought, hmm. so, some of you need to hear this testimony to connect with what she is teaching. Amen. Now, in, was it February, March? March, March. Yeah, March. I, I went to the United Kingdom. You will be there because we have the London gathering in October. Oh, yes. If you want to get a visa, just have a lot of money on your account. That's all. Yeah, they look at it and they say, we want you in our country. Now, <laughs> so, uh, Pastor Ari and I were going to the U.S. for some ministry work. And I just felt since this church in the UK began I haven't been, I haven't visited them and I, I had a visa already so I said just drop by see the people couple of days and then go for the other thing so that's how I ended up going to the UK and uh, Vera if you have my picture that I sent you, this is Pastor Band with how one woman welcomed him at Heathrow Airport. Well, I, I don't even know what... Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> like, Pastor Vanje, you came with a placard. Are you demonstrating or something? <laughs> so then we went. Uh, she put me up in an apartment on Liverpool Street. So there was nothing going on. Just staying there, eating. You know, you don't fast when you're traveling and visiting. Eating. Taking me around, showing me places. We had a pastor's meeting uh, with Pastor Lincoln and some pastors. Went to Newcastle to visit the Newcastle team. Pastor Julian is here. Pastor Julian, please come. Oh, yes. Jeremiah, if you're watching, we send you greetings. <laughs> That's a very, very... Yeah. So this is Pastor Gianna from Worship Harvest, Newcastle. Which was planted by Worship Harvest 
London. You keep wondering, why do we call it UK? Because there are people not only in London, but in many parts of the UK. But Newcastle specifically grew and became a church plant. And then we went to Newcastle with Joel. Joel, can you just wave? That's when I met Joel for the first time. Came back. Then the next day, hung around. Then went and ate food with the people at our meeting place, St. Ethel Burger. And then the next day, I was on the plane to the States. But she has a testimony. Tell us. So, um, yes, so Apostle came. And um, am I okay? Okay. Yes, so as as Apostle has shared, he came and... um, he spoke to us briefly. He met the people. Of course, we were excited. Everyone was wearing blue, something blue, because it's royal. Um, the team, <laughs> led by Dr. Helen, had organized the entire place and transformed it into something else. Um, and, yeah, just... So we sat there, and he talked, and we had some food, and he left. But we had known all this time that there was something different about this visit because Apostle has been to England several times before. But this one was different for us. We, ex- we were expectant. We knew it was going to happen. And the no moment one had ever welcomed with a plaque <laughs> that he threw. <laughs> Can we have yeah. uh, uh, the, the mic in the monitors, please? Yeah, so, so he left. Now, um, in England, we had been trying to evangelize. We tried different things. We tried the Alpha course. People weren't coming to the courses. We tried them online. Uh, we went into a lockdown. Um, so, well, we tried them in person. We went into a lockdown. And then we tried them online, and no one was showing up. So we tried different things. We tried, now, speaking to people in England um, is, is different, to oh, say yes. the least. Mm. Um, I mean, here, you, you just basically stop anyone on the streets, and you, you just say, do you want to give your life to Jesus? You don't even have to explain anything, and they say yes. That's, that was not our story. Our story was far, <laughs> far from that. Um, and, but we were trying, because we had been told that um, the purpose of praying, I mean, we were praying, we were doing all the other things, but then the purpose of praying is not just so that we become prayer warriors, it is so that we, we receive power to then go out and be witnesses. And we really wanted to witness. So we're going out, but then speaking to people was a challenge. Was, and we had all these, we had a narrative. So we decided to stop contributing to the narrative, to stop saying, oh, it's a difficult land, all those things. We're like, let's not com- contribute to it with our words. And uh, so before we had been going out, so just to give you some numbers, in 2021, no, 2022, 2022, yeah. 2022, the entire year, we only had three salvations. And I think two of them, two of them were people who came to someone's home. I think it was your home. Yes. Uh, there were children who came with their parents and they got saved. So it was the one person when we had gone out and spoken to people, really. And then Apostle came on the 1st of March. Uh, to, he was there a few days before, uh, end of Feb. But on the 1st of March, he met our team. From the 1st of March, every weekend after when we've gone out to evangelize, there's been someone giving their lives to Jesus. 
Wow. And to date, to date we've had over 60 people giving their lives to Jesus in England. So um, I, don't, I don't know what happened or how it happened. All I know, we're, we're kind of like the blind man. He said, I don't know. I was blind, now I can see. Don't ask me how it happened. Even us, we don't know. We know he came, and as soon as he left, salvations. Wow. Can you appreciate the UK team? Wow, 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 wow. So that's, that's the script. I long to see you. The UK people had been watching the services online, so they were seeing me. But I was not seeing them. So those of you who are watching me online, you are seeing me. But I'm not seeing you. You know, that's a, a real testimony. And I can't take credit for it. Even me, I don't know, because I was eating, just having fun. I mean, you're in the UK. There's no dust. So you walk around, see some places. Lots of meals scheduled. And when she said that, I started saying, but God, I didn't do anything. And that's how God chose you. It wasn't you. you of course, you didn't do anything. <laughs> God is like, I did something. All I needed was for you to go there, eat that food, visit those people, and go. She told me one weekend they had 18 salvations. How do you go from three salvations a year to 18 in a week? You know, let me tell you something. Some of you may not know. People who are anointed don't know that they are anointed. They don't feel that they are anointed. They, they, they doubt. Oh, look, for me, if I didn't know, I've known Pastor Evangel from campus days. If I didn't know her and her character, I would doubt the things she has been saying. Yeah, because I, let's get serious. Let's get serious. Yeah, let's be serious. Yeah, this is Mose. He has come, drunk tea, English tea. You know, you don't bring, it's not, you don't bring, that way some of you drink your porridge. That's not how you drink. And then you go, and then there are salvations every week. Because without us knowing what was happening, God was imparting some spiritual gift to them. And they are being established. Worship Purpose UK has more than 60 people, right? Right? Combined. About 60 people. Yeah. Can you imagine this seed of the gospel in a different land? So the things she's saying are true. You'd better believe them. 
Amen. Why don't you pray for us? Everyone just receive this prayer. As, Thank you, Lord. And what are we praying for? What, you know, some of you, in please, you may think, ah, how do I also get that desire? I want Pastor B3 to pray for you to receive that desire for spiritual things and cap- ability to see beyond the human being. Go ahead and, and, and pray for us. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your word. The entrance of your word gives light, brings light and gives understanding to the simple. Lord, I thank you that at the word of your prophet today, we receive desire. Desire that doesn't come and go. A burning desire on the inside of us for spiritual things. That, Lord, we will desire them above any other thing. We will make sacrifices for spiritual things. We will be inconvenienced for spiritual things. With gladness, Lord, we will labor towards spiritual things. We will desire them consistently. We will be people who elevate the spiritual over the natural every time. Not by might or by power, but by your spirit right now, Lord, we receive it. Father, we receive the ability to receive men and women of God. Not to see in the natural, to consider no man after the flesh, to see the gifts you've given us in the shepherds over us, to receive them that we may receive what you've put in them for us, the treasure in the earthen vessel. Lord, I pray over anyone who has struggled, struggled with spiritual things, desiring them, struggled with receiving anointed people, that Lord, it ends today. That throughout this weekend, Lord, as you minister to us, the transfers are happening. We go back different. We go back not requiring supervision. We go back hungry for your word that we will desire it more than our necessary food. We will be listening to teachings without anyone asking us to with understanding that something in our lives is changing. And we'll come back with testimonies. Testimonies of increase in our ministries, changes in our lives, ease and acceleration. We will testify just like we've had the team from UK testify. We will testify of the power of these transfers. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.